We are the Nerd Eternal Network. episode of Man, We're Too Old for This Ish. I am the experienced some called Jason. Joining me today are... Tarky, the unknowing Sabacc, the token unknowing Sabacc player. CDL113. Yeah, it sounds like a droid. And the Todd Father. And today we are going to be talking about Solo, a Star Wars story. Half of us have seen the movie, so we'll be talking about our impressions. The other half have not, but have been reading up on reactions... What the fans think, what the critics think, etc., etc. Or they haven't, and we're going to try to keep it spoiler light. We are going to try to stay spoiler free. <laughs> I have not always had a good record with this. We won't tell you who the killer is 12 minutes in. <laughs> you want to host? All right. Wow. I'm going to start off. Uh, I'll have to say, I was not. When they first announced this, I was not excited about it. I don't really want Star- more Star Wars prequel stuff. I really want them to advance the storyline, but they're only do, apparently only going to do that in the main trilogy, which you know is garbage. What did you say? It was garbage? <clears throat> no. Maybe I was clearing my throat. Oh, okay. It sounded like you said it was garbage. But uh, anyway, wasn't really hyped for it. The first trailer came out. I thought, yeah, it looks okay. The second trailer came out. I thought it looked, you know, thought it looked a lot better. I started to get a little hope that this might be a decent one at that point. Overall, having watched the movie, I really liked it. As much as I can like a Star Wars movie that you know, doesn't have a ton of Jedi in it. But it is the first one of the, of the new Star Wars that, to me, felt like an old Star Wars movie. You know, it had the right feel. Rogue One was a good flick, but with the Rebel Alliance being shown so much rougher, more terrorist-oriented, all of which made sense... But it made it not feel like the old Star Wars movies to some degree. Yeah. You know, it made it feel like a decent update of the setting, but not like one of the ones I grew up watching or skipped work in my 20s to go watch. (laughs) This one felt much more like an adventure movie in space. Yes, yes. Or a heist movie in space. Story-wise, it was a lot of a heist movie in space, yeah. So what was your overall impression? Uh, Going in, I went, "Mm, it's not going to be groundbreaking. I know this. I know this, I know this. I'm kind of hoping it'll be groundbreaking somehow. It'll it'll involve some plot line that I like, some story I like. I like knowing the story of Young Solo. I I can see myself watching it again, and I can see it being worth the money to go watch once. If I see it on TV, I'll probably, you know, stop to catch a moment or two that I liked. But... Kind of your favorite scene. Yeah. This is what I would do with Rogue One, the scene where Vader shows up. Yeah, it's the thing I watch the most. 
I watch yeah. I watch that scene of Vader showing up slaughtering people on YouTube. Yeah. You know, and I enjoy it. It's one like Rogue One, I don't I wouldn't see myself sitting all the way through it again just randomly. It'd be like if I had a buddy that hadn't seen it or or really just, you know, if I was hanging out with somebody and they wanted to watch it, I could sit through it. I wouldn't mind watching it again. Just knowing me around the house where I've got all kinds of other things to distract me, I never would get around to it. For me, I, ha- I have not seen Solo yet. Uh, for Rogue One, I-, I too like the Darth Vader scene. Uh, the blind guy, uh, what was his that character's name? Um, I forget. It's it's Donnie Yen is that? Yeah, Donnie Yen. I, I liked his character. You know, he was a Force user. He wasn't a Jedi. He should have been. But I liked his character in uh, Rogue One. Well, it's like, if you go back to the old camp, old yeah. extended universe, it's like he was a Force sensitive, but may not have been stout enough to really be trained. Or if you go or if you go back to A New Hope, anybody had access to the Force, if you believed in it. Right. That's true. And, you know, he probably, if Palpatine and them had not, you know, come to power, probably would have been picked up and taken to the Jedi Temple and, well, you know. Not necessarily. because no, his character. Because he was old enough that well, if they wanted him, they took him. His character yeah. had worked for the Order yeah. before, but he was yeah. not a Jedi. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it, it's one of those things of, hey, you, you, you've got this set of characters, and they, they showed you the flip side in that movie of, hey, this is what the Rebel Alliance really is. It's a guerrilla group of guerrilla fighters fighting against the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. It was the grim and gritty. Solo, from the trailers, from me, who a per- person who hasn't seen it, what the first time I saw the trailer, I'm like you, I was like, they're doing this. They're like, eh, well, eh, eh. do I really want to see it? The second trailer was the one that kind of had me hooked because when they first announced the cast, when they, the person they, they cast for the Han Solo part, I had no ifs, ands, buts, you know, yay, nay. Don't know him from a can of paint. That's me. This is the only movie I think I've seen again. Uh, Woody Harrelson, I'm like, huh? You know. See, when they announced Woody, I said they're going, yeah, I could see him being a Star Wars rogue. I could see him pulling off being, you know, you know or scoundrel, I, I should say. I, when they said he's going to be one of the, the, the criminals, Oh, okay, I can see that. But, you know, me growing up, seeing him in Cheers, I still see, you know, that's the first thing I think of because that's the first place I ever saw him was playing the bumbling idiot Woody Woody in Cheers. So I instantly think of him in comedy before I think of him in anything else. That's where I first knew him from. But uh, but I've seen him in enough stuff since. Yeah, I've yeah. seen him in Natural Born Killers. Yeah, Woody goes out the window real quick in that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. man's got some some. He, he's too. he's got range. But when I think of Woody Harrelson, I think of him playing on on Cheers first. But when they go, he goes, he's going to be playing this scoundrel, a criminal. I'm like, oh okay, and it's going to be like a heist movie. I'm like, oh. Well, that might be interesting to see, you know. And it makes sense for and Solo. it makes sense for Solo. And when they announced who's, you know, uh, Glover's going to be playing uh, young Lando. Okay, fine. And they start naming off some of the other cast members. I'm like, 
okay, you know, doesn't mean anything to me. Some of them, the names I recognized, but, you know, didn't have a dog in that race, you know, as far as, mm-hmm. you know. Well, once you get away from the characters that were in previous movies, well, you know, then they're open to do whatever they want to. Yeah. It's, Which, you know, for me, kind of kills the suspense, because that last trail I saw, it looks like Chewbacca's about to, they're on a train, looks like Chewbacca's about to go head first into a big pillar of rock. There's no suspense there. Hell, you know, it either don't hit him or he survives getting hit by it because it's Chewbacca. And this is a prequel. There's no danger there. There's nothing that they can do. There's no kind of cliffhanger that they can do in a trailer that has me go, Will Han get out of this? Yes, I know he gets out of it. I know he lives. You know why? Because I've seen a new hope. He lives. I've seen how he dies. Yeah. There's no, there's no suspense. Now, by the same token... Watching the prequel movies, you kind of knew how that was going to end too. Yeah, trick well, is, the, I, but the I trick didn't... is there was no there was no danger for Anakin that I ever thought that he wasn't going to make it because I know how he dies. I watched the prequels because I wanted to see how he became Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see what made him fall. Other than that, yeah, that was what had me going to those. Not, but they couldn't cliffhang me in any kind of trailer. I wonder, does Anakin make it out of it? Of course he makes it out of it, because he's not Darth Vader yet. I know how that character dies. And also, as a child, watching episode one, Anakin was not the main character for me. Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan were the main characters. The first movie, I will give you that, yes. And I went, huh, this Qui-Gon guy is pretty cool. Yeah, that was me. He was actually my favorite Jedi for the longest time. He's about my favorite Star Wars character. But the thing was, the suspense was on those two characters, because I'm like, I've never heard of Qui-Gon before. I know who Obi-Wan is, but that doesn't mean he can't get hurt and be knocked out of this film. Yeah, I suppose. Because it was, you know, I know it's episode one. Well, that means there's going to be an episode two. Yeah. I'm a child, I understand that, that much. Which means Obi-Wan getting knocked out of this one being a later one. But I'm, I'm talking about the, you know, there's a threat to him. Nah. Yeah. I know. I would... All my suspense in episode one was Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon could bite it at any time because I know Qui-Gon didn't show up in, in A New Hope. Obi-Wan, I know, is going to die when he's an old man. Yeah. There is no death, only the Force. Yeah, whatever. There is no Force, there's only Disney. Yeah, it's becoming that. Well, at the time, it was Lucas. Yes. Yeah, it's now. Yeah. My question is, I wonder do people sit back now and go, Complained about old George, but you know his his Star Wars was a hell of a lot better than we were giving him credit for. Yeah. I mean, I will I will continue to stand by the prequels. They were fine. Yeah, I do too. Oh yeah, I they were great movies. I will rewatch them before I rewatch the original trilogy. Because my whole thing is, as a child, I don't hold Star Wars to some pedestal. You're a space action movie. Well, I'm a watch it because you got you're a millennial. Yes, you it, get you get up our age, men. CDL, no, Star Wars was a huge freaking deal. And when, when because now you have a lot of those kind of blockbusters yep. with good effects, where Star Wars kind of started yeah. that. Yeah. When, when, it was, when Star what? Wars A New Hope came out in 77, back when it was just Star Wars, when it was just Star Wars, people stood wrapped around theaters. Which was not something you really which seen was something that you, that. Yeah. The only thing you stood wrapped around buildings for back then was Elvis Presley. People would camp out overnight to get Elvis tickets, okay? 
my mom stood in line, camped out overnight to get Elvis tickets, okay? My dad and I carried her food to, you know, in line so she could, you know, stay in her spot. Mm -hmm. I can remember when Star Wars came out and we would, were driving by the theater and it was just like, my parents were like, yeah, what in the world yeah. is going on? And my mom's like, is Elvis performing? And she, she got excited thinking, did Elvis sneak into town? And she didn't know it. And dad like, I bet it's that weird movie, Star Something. Yeah. Star Wars was a huge deal just because you hadn't seen anything like that before. Yeah. And it was... Weird. And that was, that was kind of that original trilogy. That was always Star Wars 1-Up. Because they were miles ahead of anything else that you could see at the time. Where when you got the prequels. Yeah, by the time you had the prequels, you'd had Star Wars. And you'd had a generation or so. And you'd, had, and you'd had plenty of, you'd, you'd had Alien, you'd yeah, had, you know. Battle yes, Star Galactica on yeah. TV. And, and, you, know. yeah, you had all kinds of stuff where it ain't hitting you quite yeah. as hard. Well, the thing is, like, I can understand, I just have a different mindset of, this is how much I'm paying for it. This is the price of admission for a movie. Is it worth the price of admission? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's my go-to is how much over the price of admission is this film? Yeah. And the prequels were always over that number for me, even yeah. as a kid. I was like, I kind of want to go see Revenge of the Sith two more times, but I can't drive, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, back then... Our parents weren't exactly the sort to go to the theaters no. multiple times. Because I saw that, I saw the final, you know, fight in Revenge of the Sith, and I want to repeat it. Yep. Yeah. That, well, hell, that was me with Phantom Menace. Truthfully, Phantom Menace is still my the film that I've seen the most times in theaters. Mm. I watched it 12 times. I would go to that bad boy every time I got bored. And it was literally because I liked watching Darth Maul fight Qui-Gon yeah. and Obi-Wan. That was the whole reason I kept going. I walked out of that one going, oh my God, that's but, uh, what that's what the hell a Jedi is supposed to look like. To pull back to Solo, because that is what we're supposed to be talking yeah. about. Though I would want to say that I think I fall between the two of y'all. Star Wars was a really big deal when I was a kid. But as far back as I can remember, I can always remember there being Star Wars. I don't, you know, the first movie predates me. I was alive for Empire, and I can vaguely remember seeing it in the theater. Because I didn't like it and didn't watch it again until I was 20. Because it was dark. I guess because it was dark and the bad guys were winning. And as a little kid, that was just wrong. So I kind of get what you're. I kind of I can, I can kind of get what you're saying, and that's probably why I went into the prequels, you know, liking them as much as I did. Where a lot of some of your older hardcore Star Wars fans, you know, had some issues with them. But okay, you waited for the back solo. Yeah. Um. Oh, and we mentioned that it flopped. It is in the process of flopping. And it's yeah. not flopped yet. It is in the process. It, of it is flopping. Well. <laughs> It's I the same, but under, it might make it underperforming. They they projected that it would make X amount of money, mm-hmm. and it is not. Uh, it's one they of those. were saying Disney was saying that it was had pre-sale tickets better than Black Panther. No, nah, it's flopping. It's flopping. Ha, it, has it, it, has it, it made its money back? Yet? Oh hell no! Good good God no! Okay, that thing made, made hundred. It made hundred and three million out of a four day weekend. It that that's a flop. For a Star Wars flick, that's a flop. That's a flat-out flop for a Star Wars movie. How much did it cost? Now, notice you're, he's having to preface this for, for a, Star a Star Wars, Wars movie. movie. Yeah, it's it's a very valid point, but how much did it cost to make it? Yeah. 
Uh, I'm not 100 certain they've said. They won't because you were looking at at least $250 million ish and that's before they basically reshot 70% of the movie. So the post production of that thing, and then another two to three hundred million in advertising. Yeah, it it, it ain't <coughs> it ain't kicking butt and taking names. Hmm. You know, it 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 would probably be the flop if it wasn't for a Wrinkle in Time for Disney. Right now, Wrinkle in Time is Disney's big flop. They got the biggest movie and the biggest. They got the biggest two movies, the biggest flop. Kind of twenty eighteen. Right now, yeah. Well, you know, when one of your movies makes you a billion dollars, well, when yeah. two of them, you yeah. know, they had, they had two two back. I mean, Disney's not going to be hurting because they got Avengers and Black Panther. Both of them, you know, Black Panther's one point three billion, and Avengers looks like it may end up making two billion. So they can eat. Star, you know, Solo not performing up to snuff, but it ain't it ain't performing up to snuff by a long shot. Yeah. yeah. Now, I have not read, I haven't hit Rotten Tomatoes or really read any critical reviews. How are the critics hitting? It, it's kind of 50-50. The, it's, it's almost doing the last Jedi thing. The critics are a little, eh, it's mm, whatever. And then the fan things, the word of mouth is kind of, eh, eh, whatever. You know, it's, well, like I said, it's, it's, it's missing some things. Granted, I think, I think they were looking at, it's a Star Wars movie, so that bar was kind of high to begin with, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's you know you see you start to see the excuses. Well, it's Star Wars fatigue because the Last Jedi came out. No, it's bull. Because look at the look at the span of time between Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, and Avengers. Yeah, it, that ain't fatigue. It's the move. The last movie I saw wasn't good. Yeah, fatigue doesn't exist if the experience is good enough. Right. Yeah, if if right. you have good writing, which is how Marvel has made it so long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Marvel keep Marvel tends to stack good on top of good. Where truthfully, I think Solo may be when you finally. I think Solo is the movie where you're starting to notice that the canaries not feeling well. They went to the well one one time. No, well, no, they've been so iffy. That even your right. hardcore Star Wars fans aren't necessarily immediately rolling out. For right. And that's it. It's, it's got nothing to do with, oh, I'm tired of this. Because like Tarky just said, you never get tired of enjoying yourself. I went to this movie. Yeah, I had a ball. Hey, they're doing it again five months later. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. You run to that. Yeah, the thing. Well, I'm saying, when I, what I'm saying is they went to the well with the wrong bucket. It's like, I'm going to go to it like this with this mindset. It's like, no, you've got to go to it with... To get a good story, good plot. Uh, well, the thing is, in that you have you have to keep your brand going. And the thing is, what Disney and a lot of people don't want to admit is that Star Wars don't feel like Star Wars. You can listen to our Last Jedi yeah. thing, and what were we going? Mm-hmm. Jason goes. It's like they bought Star Wars, but they don't know what the hell they want to well, do. And to, they're to in danger like of going DC, DC Cinematic Universe yep. with it. That's well, exactly to me, it's what like, in danger of doing. You go to the well, you bring your Star Wars bucket, you come back with a bucket of Star Wars water. To me, they went to the well with a bucket, their Star Wars bucket, but they got a bunch of holes in it, and when they get back, they've only got just a little bit of Star Wars in the bottom of the bucket, and the rest of the bucket is air. And that's the, what they're trying to make the movie from. And it's like, 
you know, you got just a little bit of Star Wars that you're branding, and the rest of it's hot air. That is the weirdest damn analogy well, hot, I've ever heard. Hot. He completely lost I me think, early on. All right. You went to the Star Wars well with the Star Wars bucket. Let's start there. Let's okay. rephrase it that way. Hold on. Let me try to... Instead, they went to the Star Wars well with the Disney bucket. Right. And it didn't work out the same way. Okay. I take I take this can right here, and I take that can. I, I can't br- see the cans. Bad we're on the radio. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we're on radio? That's got to be a Okay. Things, but. I take an action figure, and I brand it a Star Wars figure. Whether it's a Star Wars figure or not. Before right we, on the left we, ass cheek. But before we do like 10 minutes of an analogy, let's just do this and and go on to a little bit more about Solo. I wanted some chocolate. You brought me sugar-free chocolate. It looks like chocolate. It's supposed to taste like chocolate, but it don't. It leaves a funny taste in my mouth. That's Disney Exactly. Right. Well it's, done. It's super, brief. Yeah, it's super brief weird, though, because this one... Looks the most like Star Wars to me, and feels the most like a Star Wars film to me. Right. It's sad to me because this is the most on-brand Star Wars I've seen out of Disney, and it's going to be the one that fails. Yeah. But the reason why it's failing is just like Jason said before. They are in danger of becoming the DC universe because, like I said, I am, I am, a, I am a Star Wars fan from six years old seeing the original. And I walked out of the Force Awakens ready to fight. I walked out of that. Jason was there with me. I was like, I will never watch any of this crap ever again. I stopped watching the original trilogy, but the original six, because I was done with I was done with it. Period. You have that, then you have the last Jedi where people are coming out of it going, eh, you know, it's divided. It's like, eh, this like you don't know what the hell you're doing it's, this don't feel like Star Wars I'm not interested in it it's it's mm-hmm. it's me- half message porn you know you had Rogue One between there that was okay this is a decent yeah. story this is a enjoyable yeah. flick maybe I'll give that next one a try after all yeah because Disney Disney showed me they can make something yeah decent. but Solo is the one where after you just had one it was like eh, I don't know about this crap and then they immediately they're they're hell I'm just gonna say it they're uh, their marketing in that one was, hey, it's going to be more message porn. Let's make Lando a pansexual. Who asked that? Who asked that? Who? Show of hands. Who in the hell cares what in the hell Darth Vader's banging after he's burnt? Who wants to know if Darth Vader's junk is still under the arm? Ick. At a certain point, ick. How about less of that and more telling me a story worth of crap? You mm-hmm. can't get that right. Well, they, see, they, watching the story in Solo... Lando never does anything sexually he, based with anything. Whether he does it or not, yeah. then, he, well, then don't try and use that as the pool. Well, you're saying in marketing it happened, but now you're saying, I don't want to see that. You don't see it. It doesn't happen in the, in the story. It's you're just a saying, marketing mistake. In the marketing is yeah. a mistake, yes. But the way you phrase it sounds like it's in the story. It's not. The trick is that if it's not in the story, then leave the hell alone. Yeah, it's a marketing yeah, mistake. Marketing We're not mistake. arguing there. We're just making sure to point out it's not in the movie. Thank God. That's the thing. It sounds like this movie is fine. It's a good Star Wars movie. I will I will say it's a good Star Wars movie. It tells a competent story. It tells it straightforwardly. And it has a few tricks in it that makes it go, oh, that's neat. Oh, that's neat. And one thing I liked about it was where Last Jedi felt, it felt confined. You're in this big universe, 
And it felt like you were in this little bitty, 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 bitty sliver of yeah. it. Where in Solo, you see Corellia, where he's from. Not a whole lot of it, but you see it. You know, you see some other world, you know, when he's serving the Empire, which is not a spoiler, because that's always been part of the background. Not sure what world that is. It's just somewhere that the Empire's yeah. taking. But but it's somewhere else. Yeah. It's, you go from crowded, dirty city to somewhere that looks completely different. Mm-hmm. Then you go from that place to somewhere that looks completely different. Yep. To somewhere that looks completely different. You know, it, it felt like they were actually moving around. As opposed to, oh, we're here. And here, that's it. I'm yeah. done. Because you really only had, what, three, maybe four spots in The Last Jedi? You had basically... Yeah, Island. Yeah, you, you had, had the ships Island. they were on. Yeah. Good, good guy and bad guy And then ships. you had... Uh, and then you had... Finn and Rose running In around. Casino Royale. Well, yeah, space. Casino. Yeah, your locations were Stark Planet, which I don't remember the name of, because it's Escape from Stark yeah, Planet yeah. Space. Casino. Casino. Space. Luke Island. Space. Uh... Emergency planet. I think of it as Snow World too. Salt yeah. World. Yeah. yeah, it's like Salt World. Because they have it where it looks like hot to begin with, and you don't know it's all salt. Yeah, yeah. You got a bunch of red stuff up under there. It's that's weird. Well, I figure that's like Mars. It's just oxidized yeah. up under yeah. the salt. But I don't, know, I, don't, I don't mind the planet being weird. It's just you had seven, and three of those seven were space. Yeah. Yeah. Inside ships is, isn't really another location. Yeah. As, yeah, far as, I mean, as far as the universe that, That's kind of my... That's my worry for... If I have one for Star Wars, is it... Yeah, I can see it DCing out. Mm-hmm. It's DCing out. And whatever they need to do to fix that, they need to fix that crap. Or, you or you know, it's, it's going to fade out. Yeah. Well, one of the problems that they did... You had all this wonderful canon that was written, you know, yeah, generations ago. And they went... Hey, we don't need this baby in bathwater anymore. Let's throw it out. Let's write new. And well, nothing they've written new couldn't have just been tacked on to the end right. of where the canon had gotten. Right. I mean, he JJ did not come in and add anything. No, and that's 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 been the problem with Disney Star Wars kind of from jump is they didn't. You had something cool that they could have done that they basically oh no 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 none of that happened. Here's what happens, and it sucked. If you need, they needed to have built. Something if great for introducing new characters for a new generation, no problem with that. I but, like the cast, but my I, mean, I can't stand them. But the thing is, it's it's become to the point where an old school Star Wars fan, I go to the new ones to watch my heroes die. Luke's life, after, everybody's life after Jedi completely reaped. That was apparently that was the only happy night they had, and then everybody's life went to crap. That is one thing in Solo that I I liked, even though it was kind of depressing, is how cheerful and kind of positive he is. Solo is upbeat, going nothing can be worse than me getting beaten in the hole. Let's go. You know, I have a great feeling about this. <clears throat> And you you go from that to well experienced scoundrel Solo who you know is not quite he's still fairly upbeat you know he still seems like he's enjoying his life. Trick is you you always have to remember in a prequel prequel at prequel though, prequel yeah no, is he's got to get to the Tatooine Solo that's mm-hmm. jaded as hell. 
And you have things in the movie that start that you can already tell it's starting to move in that direction. Yeah, because at the end of the movie, it's like, let's go, Chewie. Okay. Yeah, without going into what gets him there. Yeah. There are things that move him a little bit away from. And it's, it's that, it's, he he, starts he's out positive even though he's starting, no, no, well, he's a bright and shiny penny. It starts off with him po- kind of positive and upbeat and, you know, in a bad situation. But hey, I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to get you out of this. It, it, no. We're going to get away from this place and it's going to be great. And you can, you know, and you see a slow erosion of that towards the end of the movie. Where you can see him winding up, you know. To where he's the point where, yeah, I'm looking out for me. Yeah. It's me and Chewie. And it's the hell with the rest of you. Which is kind of like the lesson he learns in the movie. Mm-hmm. If I had to well, say yeah, it. Yeah. Well, it was, was, it's the lesson you know what? Learned. The guy that got out of slavery with me is the one that's going to stick with me. Yeah. I'm going to stick with you too. Yeah. We're friends now. Wow. Well, but how guardians of the galaxy. Well, they don't go. They don't. <laughs> except they don't go out and say it, and they certainly don't stop the movie every fifteen minutes to tell you. Oh man, come on! You but, need uh, that. You need this generation needs that. Every five seconds, we're friends now. I wonder if they're friends. We're friends now. And then the power of friendship like overcomes the, the empire. Not you know. And then they get matching my little pony tattoos. Ooh yeah. <laughs> Which but, would be hard for Chewie because they'd have to shave. Well, they just have to shave. What they do is fold a little bit up, shave under it, tattoo it, and then flop down. Yeah, but that'll work. It's like a carpet. Put too much thought into this. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I would recommend anybody that's an old school Star Wars fan, go give this one a try. All right. I'm, I'm going, like I said, since our plans got canceled tonight, I may give these bastards $5. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to hurt because, like right. I said, I, I've never, anybody that's heard me podcast before, I have never forgiven them for fans. It, it's, he hasn't. It's I, I'll really, witness that. It's really damn hard for me to give them. Well, the thing is, hell, it's like we were talking earlier. You know, as a old school Star Wars fan, I've had one character, one black character out of the whole world, out of all these years, out of forty years of Star Wars, I've had one one character that as a kid I would have been, yeah, I want to be him, Mace Windu. That's it. That's it. Lando is now some kind of weird, you know. Squid screw or some crap banging a droid or some weirdo junk, you know. I don't know where he's. I, I gotta that's, read whatever he li- read that's literally, to get there. That's literally when you read Kasdan's yeah. thing. There Kasdan's are articles thing. where yes. Well, I mean, like, I'm sure there's something that said it. I just need to read the it. Writer, to see the writer basically said that's natural and that would be natural and normal in space is that he would have sex with anything. It's not that he's super desirable and everything wants to get with him. It's that he comes to your house and the fish stops swimming because he will literally screw anything. Ick. That ain't cool. That's not cool. That's that's weird. That's weird as hell. That's Truthfully, that's more Disney taking their original heroes and going, eh, let's give Han an ignominious death. Let's make Lando some kind of deviant. Let's make... You know, let's kill. It is Luke. especially odd in that in Star Wars, I don't think you ever had a cross species because you know in sci in no. in any kind of hard sci fi. And I realize Star Wars is not hard sci fi. Yeah, different species couldn't interbreed. Yeah. Well, well I mean, it, they're yeah. not saying he's having kids left, right? Yeah, no, this is true. This is true. Yeah. Hey, did be dad Lando's? You know, right down the. What? It's hell. It's true. It's it's 
it's a trope as a black person that I see a hell of a lot and I don't appreciate it. It's it's not he's the ladies' man. He's not the ladies' man. He doesn't get the girl. He's the motherfucker that, that screwed the sponge over here. That's no, no, no. It was a sexy sponge. Yeah, apparently. You know, that that you that I put that right right alongside Finn and his janitorial cowardness. I just, I just can't feel it. Like I said, I'd give it a shot. I'd give it a five dollar shot if, yeah. if it burns me. Then and you know, nine. ignoring the marketing, like I said, it it felt like an old Star Wars movie. It was a decent story. I'll go for the Millennium Falcon. I always it, like what, the Millennium it Falcon. wasn't all grim dark. And I think Target agrees with me. You know, I think you've said it earlier. Either. You know, give this one a try. Yeah. So it's I, a shame. It's probably gonna be the one that flops. But, you know. <laughs> Such as life. It's a, it's a shame that all signs point to failure for something that's not bad. No, it's actually one of the one of, if not the best one they've done since Disney took over. But you know, that's, but anyway, that's what happens when the brand starts to go wonky. If y'all have seen it, you know, and you agree with us, let us know in the comments. If you disagree with us, let us know in the comments. Uh, this has been the experience. Some call Jason, and with me today. The token not going to say the same thing twice, even though I do sometimes. Tarky. CDL113. And the Todd Father. You changed in the middle of the show? He's done that at least once before. It's weird. I, I used to do separate starts and ends, and then I got tired and bored, and then I realized... <laughs> Nobody's paying Then he got uncreative and couldn't think of anything. He's lazy. <laughs> oh, no, I'm creative and think of things. It just isn't worth it. Oh. So, anyway, that's been our show on Solo. Uh, catch us back next time. We'll be talking about you know, something else nerdy. May the force be with you.